what is oh my god that was really loud i apologize if i like burst your eardrums anyways happy thursday my airheads um i'm actually recording this as i normally do prior to thursday so it's actually not really thursday but i hope you have a really good thursday nonetheless anyways i'm actually leaving for seattle for labor day weekend my second home i miss it so much i'm so glad to be going back I'm gonna see a lot of my friends and maybe someone else we don't know anyways i definitely overpacked for this trip like i never fail to amaze myself of how much shit i can possibly pack into a suitcase and a carry-on even though it's only like a four-day five-day trip so that is always hilarious to me um i'm ridiculous I do recognize that it is a flaw. I remember that my ex, whenever he would come and pick me up from the airport, he would always be like, why? Just why do you have so much shit? And I could never give a good answer. I Actually, I take that back. I normally do have a good answer, and that is that I just really like to have options, and I need to have things just in case of an emergency. I don't like being limited in any sense um that's just the way of a gemini we hate being limited we love our independence therefore i just bring everything i own essentially so that's exciting can't wait to see how much that suitcase weighs um at dia we'll keep you updated though anyways i hope you all have a wonderful labor day weekend hopefully you're doing something fun something exciting i cannot believe that summer's over not that i really had a summer to begin with considering i now live and work the corporate life Regardless, though, we all need a break here and there. So let's get into today's episode. Now, I've made quite a few episodes. Usually, I've had my sister guests on these episodes because I feel like she brings a funny, good, intellectual perspective to this topic. And we have talked about red flags. Now, red flags are the things that you see and you think to yourself, that I don't like that. That's not going to work for me. Um, I couldn't have that in a relationship. That's a red flag. Now, we never talk about green flags. And green flags, as you can assume, are the opposite. So we talk about red flags all the time, but we should also, you know, recognize the things that someone has that make them a keeper. These are the good signs. These are the things you want in a relationship, the things that make someone attractive to you. And we should be hyper aware of these things as well. We shouldn't just constantly be thinking about the red flags because these definitely shouldn't be overlooked. And again, I just want to clarify, these things should go both ways, okay? They're not just for a guy or for a girl. They should go both ways in a relationship because that's how you're going to have the best and most healthy relationship. And obviously, as usual, this is just my opinion, but to me, these green flags that I'm going to talk about are long-term potential shit. So this is the stuff that I personally would love to have in a relationship that I could see a relationship being long-term for. Okay, that being said, let's get into it. I've definitely mentioned this one before, probably because it is honestly the most important trait to me a guy can have it's the sole thing that I'm looking for right off the bat like when I first meet someone this this is what I'm looking for this is what I'm wanting to hear about this is what I'm wanting to learn and that is their ambitiousness 
if a guy has long-term goals, whether that be career or family, whatever it may be, and just honestly, probably more so career plans, because financial stability to me is very attractive, and someone who's really dedicated to their passion and to their job and to career progression is just so, so, so attractive. So really what I'm trying to say is I a green flag for me is someone who's very serious about their future and I'm not judging people who aren't and a lot of people, you know, don't know what the fuck to do, okay? We're only, at least I'm only 22, a lot of the guys that I go on dates with are around the same age and so I don't expect someone to have their entire life figured out but I myself am a very ambitious person. I'm always looking to move ahead in my career to see what I can do to better myself in the, you know, profession area. And so when I meet someone who's similar to me in that, in that way, I find it to be very attractive. And that's someone that I can be like, I could see a future with you because you have an idea of what your future might look like or what you want to do and that just gives me an idea that they're really passionate about something. If you're interested in progressing your career, that tells me that you're passionate and that you probably actually will progress and that, again, like I said, is a big green flag for me. And then, of course, we obviously have a great sense of humor. Um, That is a must. That is absolutely crucial. When a guy can make me laugh and I mean like really laugh because I mean let's be honest I laugh at almost everything so that's not like a telltale sign however if you can make me really laugh or just it's constant and you're a solid mood booster for me in the comedic sense that is such a green flag that is so beautiful so attractive so delicious so amazing and I feel unfortunately that a lot of, this is actually pretty difficult to find. Like, it's very hard to find someone who can match you on a humor level or has a similar sense of humor because people are different. People laugh at different things. And um, I kind of realized that with my last relationship that we didn't necessarily have the most similar sense of humor. And he didn't make me laugh, honestly. And that was, I didn't realize it at the time for various reasons that I'm not going to disclose, at least for now. But I don't know. It's so important to make me laugh because that's, to me, laughter is, you know, the medicine to life. It fixes all my problems. It always makes me feel better. So when a guy can do the simple thing of making me laugh or showing me something that I think is funny, then they're a winner in my eyes to me personally. And I feel like most people have that green flag as well. Another green flag, though, and I don't feel like this is talked about, to be honest, and maybe it is, and I just haven't heard people talk about it. This was especially prevalent to me in my last relationship, which is something that I've started to think about when I do go on dates with guys, is how this plays out, but that is, is that you can have comfortable silence with a person. To me, that's a green flag. And what that means is that you don't feel the need to have, like, unnecessary conversations you're able to be together without feeling pressured to constantly talk and fill the silence essentially the silence just isn't uncomfortable like you're not again feeling pressured to talk about nothing for no reason um I also was seriously lacking this in my last relationship um he just could not have silence he always thought there was something wrong when I wasn't talking 
which it was just so not not true whatsoever and there was so much pressure in that aspect of our relationship for me to always have something to talk about and that put a lot of stress on me and my mental and I had a lot going on too at the time so I just wasn't I could I wasn't having it and it was very, really frustrating and a constant point of tension so when I am able to just sit and be silent with someone and it's not weird it's not uncomfortable that is a huge green flag because I mean let's be honest there's not always something to talk about okay so it's nice not being able to relax and just calm down and take it in with each other without it being weird and if you're wondering I am totally reading this from a list right now because I actually I I did have to sit down and think to myself what are my green flags like this red flags come to mind so easily but I really had to think about green flags um so the next one that I have to say is that they have to smell good now this may be me being overly picky even though I really don't think I I'm an overly picky person when it comes to dating um and I probably should be to be honest considering my my past boyfriends regardless though they have to smell good this is to me a pretty low expectation because hygiene is something that should just come easily to people um it's important it's so important that people are hygienic you know wear deodorant have a good cologne brush their hair brush their teeth you know the usual um because that tells me that they take care of themselves and that they're trying to be the best version of themselves and they're doing the and then doing the bare minimum of being the best version of yourself is your hygiene so that's a must for me they have to be hygienic um and smell good something that i guess i love is hair like the smell of men's hair for some reason is so comforting to me i almost wish they had a candle in the scent of men's hair because that would become my new favorite scent i just love the smell of guys hair like anytime i'm ever cuddling i always smell guys's hair i think <laughs> that's probably super weird i don't know it's not like i'm like nose to head constantly sniffing it's just like i love the smell and it's yeah it just brings peace to my life don't ask me why but yeah totally a green flag if they smell good and if they have good hygiene because again that's telling me that they're taking care of themselves which is a very basic thing that everyone should be doing um and i one thing that i discovered that i like and i didn't necessarily know it like how do i explain this um i have always subconsciously really liked men who are extremely confident and secure within themselves um ever since um my you know first like long-term relationship i just i think confidence is really attractive it speaks to who someone is and how they feel about themselves inside well actually not even inside because you can be confident as hell but really struggling on the inside and um i consider myself actually one of those individuals but when guys you know they have an air of confidence about them i find that really attractive and that didn't become noticeable to me until my last relationship um i think confidence is such a striking trait to have because you can notice it right off the bat if someone's comfortable and confident in themselves and i love it 
I think that for me raises a huge green flag, mostly because I find that a lot of confident people don't feel the need to seek attention elsewhere. So by that, I mean, to me, they're less likely to cheat on you. I don't know if that's accurate. Obviously, that's not a scientific fact or statement. I've just found that confident guys know what they want. They understand what they're doing when they get into a relationship and they know what they their other options are, but they choose you. I don't know. I just feel like guys who are confident make me really confident in the relationship. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense at all. I really tried to put it in words when I was making this list and I was kind of struggling, but essentially if a guy is confident and secure within themselves, that's a green flag for me. That's, that's a point blank. Um, and then this, I kind of talked about earlier with like the ambition point that I made a guy who is financially stable and independent from their parents, um, they're not getting help from anywhere else, is a green flag for me. In fact, this can be a huge deal breaker in marriages. So like that's, you know, I'm not dating to date anymore. If I'm dating, it's because I actually want a future with someone. I don't want to just waste my time because my time is limited and precious and climate change honestly could have us all offed by the end of the year for all we know. So I, if I'm going to date, it's going to be worth my while. So I appreciate when a guy has sh- it shows some financial stability because that tells me they'd make for a good future partner because they're, you know, they're helping out. I wouldn't be the sole breadwinner. You know, they're contributing and that is a green flag to me. It shows me that they have their shit together, um, that they can make smart financial decisions on their own and help me make financial decisions so that's a green flag for me and it should be for most people because that again like I said huge deal breaker later on I always say a lot of deal breakers usually fall around politics religion and finances so someone who has good finances shows a good history I I mean I'm not saying I'm going to check their bank account or their credit statements or their scores or FICO scores or whatever but I mean, I wouldn't mind. No, I'm kidding. I feel like that's such an invasion of privacy and I would never let someone do that to me. So anyways, without being a hypocrite, I just say like someone who uh, at least shows that they're good on their own is good for me. That works for me. And then, of course, we have to make sure that the guy has moved on from past relationships or a girl for that matter. If you're a guy listening to this, I actually, for some reason, have a fairly large male audience which is really exciting to me because that shows that I'm appealing to both genders in a sense and maybe even guys listening to this can take something from this um or you know if you're a prospective dater of mine here's just some hints I'm just letting you know regardless of you as an individual, if you're going to get into a serious relationship, you need to be moved on from your previous relationships. And I'm not saying like utterly and completely because I know that you sometimes can't necessarily be over someone, but in the sense that you're not still talking to them, okay? Um, they're not talk, keep continuing to talk to you because that can cause a lot of insecurity in relationships and a lot of problems and you just want to avoid that for your own sake so someone who doesn't still talk to their ex 
doesn't have, you know, any other thing going on, that's going to help me prevent jealousy and that's, you know, other problems down the road. So someone who's done and through with their exes is important to me because I just can't deal with baggage like that. It's just too much. I have found it to be just a, a lot. So I would say that's the same for both genders. Like you don't, you wouldn't want a girlfriend who's still talking to her boyfriend or people from her past that like her. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I doubt it though. Um, this is a small one, but I appreciate it nonetheless. I'm not saying it's an absolute must to have in a relationship, but it's something that I definitely appreciate and like to see. And it is a green flag, which is why it's on this list. And that is if they hold the door open. Um, It's just such a nice and sweet and simple gesture to show that they care and that, you know, chivalry isn't dead, folks. And I adored that. My ex, every time, would hold my door open for me. And it was so sweet. And he didn't even have to think about it. He just knew to do it. And I really appreciated it. So that's something I particularly enjoy. Um, obviously girls don't hold guys doors open, at least not that I've seen. So this is more particular to women, but anyways, um, I also think a big green flag for me is that they show an interest in my interests and vice versa. So, you know, they're not nodding off when I'm talking about something I'm passionate about because that's a dick move, honestly, and I'm not doing the same. So, not only are they obviously interested in their own thoughts and feelings and interests, but they're interested in mine as well. You know, it's reciprocal. And that could be in the form of, like, asking me questions about how my day is, how is work, what am I doing at work. Um, Just wants to know things about me and what I'm doing and what I'm up to. And extra points are given if they actually remember. So asking is one thing, but remembering is a whole different thing um, because that's pretty important. So I just appreciate when there's a mutual reciprocation for what you're, who you are and what you're doing and what you want to do. That's so attractive to me um, because it shows, you know, it's another way to show that you care about someone. Um... Oh, let's see. I'm like trying to scroll through this. I think another big green flag is when they go out of their way and they make plans to see you. So they're not just texting you like, what do you want to do tonight? Or um, do you want to hang out last minute? You know, I hate when that happens, mostly because I'm a big planner. Like I plan my days like three days ahead, um, which is really annoying. I understand. And a lot of people aren't like that, especially men who are fairly more spontaneous. I feel like I just can't do it. So I appreciate when they make plans and I don't have to contribute always to suggestions like there's just this plan that they've made and they've taken the time to think out and I don't have to necessarily give you know plan it along with them I think that's attractive when they can do it on their own and it shows me that they're making an effort to spend time with me they're making it really clear that they're interested and that I'm a priority 
to them and in their schedule and, you know, just that they value me and my time. And I adore that. I think that's so attractive when someone goes out of their way to make plans to see you and consistently see you too, not just a one-off every now and then, but consistently. I think that, again, it shows that they care, it shows that they value you, and it shows that they really like you because who wants to hang out with someone who's just so half-hearted about it? Like, that doesn't show me that you value me or my time or anything else. So, totally underrated in my opinion. Okay, so the next one that I have to talk about is that a green flag is when they make effort with family or friends. The really important people in your life, they go out of their way to, you know, develop a relationship with those people themselves. I think that speaks volumes about a person's commitment to you when they want to be friends with your friends and they want to fit into your family. Um, I think that shows, that's a big indicator of like future commitment. And I don't know, I really appreciate when a boyfriend wants to integrate themselves and be a part of your bigger social circle and your inner circle. And my last boyfriend, I, it was so weird because he was coming for Thanksgiving, staying with my family. And this was going to be the first time he was meeting the rest of my family. He had met some of them and meeting my friends. So it was his first time coming here. We were doing long distance at the time. And I was so nervous. I was like, please just don't say anything stupid and just be nice, be polite, make an effort. And I shouldn't even have had to say, like, don't say anything stupid, but I actually did have to say that because I was, I was so genuinely worried and, or political for that matter. And he told me, he goes, I don't really care if your friends and family like me. I only care if you like me. You're the one I want to be with. You're the one I want to impress every day. And I thought to myself, I was like, that's really sweet that he's saying that that he just doesn't care but honestly I would have preferred it if he didn't say that because and tried harder that's it's family and friends are so important to me and I'm assuming most people that it means so much when I can hang out with not only my friends but also have my boyfriend there and it's not weird or have him around my family without it being like controversial So that was really problematic for me in the last relationship because to me, if I'm meeting someone's family or friends, I'm going to do whatever I can to fit in with them and develop my own relationships with them because I know that they're important to my partner. So I, I just appreciate when guys that I date make an effort to do that because I strive to do the same and it just means a lot to me. So yeah, like at the end of the day, really the only person that matters is you two and the relationship you have. But you know, your family is your family and they become their family eventually one day. And so you would think that they would try, but I don't know. And this is one that's kind of unique to myself that I've realized I like over the years is unique compliments. We all know that I am not a cheesy motherfucker. Like, I hate PDA. I don't really like relationship things in general. I might as well be asexual, basically, at this point. However, what I really like and is a big green flag for me is when someone gives me a unique compliment. And what I mean to that, by that, is that, you know, they don't 
give me the typical pet names or cheesy lines. I prefer compliments being with thought being put into it that are actually unique to myself. And because, you know, anyone can say, oh, you're so beautiful, you're so hot, you're such a smoke show, whatever. They can always say that. I like when someone digs deeper and compliments something about me that's personal to me. So, for example, my boyfriend that I had throughout college, um, I really liked poppy seed muffins from Costco. They're super fire. If you've never had them, you have to try them. And it was, I, again, I hate pet names like Henny and Baby and I'm puking just thinking about it. Um, But he knew that I really liked those. And one day he just said start calling me like his beautiful poppy seed so stupid so ridiculous but it was so cute and I loved it it just made me melt because I was like that's personal and that's something you remembered about me and I just really appreciated it so when a guy can dig a little bit deeper and give me something a little bit more than the typical saying um then yeah that's that's a huge green flag to me you know talk about my and also talk about more than my just my appearance you know like there's so much more to me than what I look like so when a guy can compliment something about my personality or humor too that means so much more than anything else that you could give me so yeah Another big green red flag. Oh my gosh, my microphone volume is like losing its mind. It's like, Isabel, you need to shut the fuck up. And I probably do, but I get excited about this. I think a huge green flag is when they aren't afraid to dance. A lot of people aren't good at dancing, but who cares, you know? Dancing is another medicine to life. Like, when you can just let yourself go and have fun and just get into the music. Because everyone loves music. Everyone has songs they love to dance to, whether it's in private or not. They dance or they sing or whatever. So when a guy isn't afraid to dance or sing, even even better if they can actually dance, like swing dance or something super cool like that or they have a dancing skill like I don't know the worm or some like a party trick they can pull out I think that's really attractive I just think it makes it way more fun when you just don't care when you are there just to have fun and you give yourself to the fun so that's a huge green red flag when they're able to just dance and let let the fuck go of anything else at the moment so cute um this is one that I have also discovered that I like recently in the past year as a green flag for me is when a guy is possessive. Oh my god, did I just say possessive? I can't believe I just said said that. Um no, I hate possessiveness. I'm a Gemini. Again, I'm an independent fucking woman. I can't stand when someone stifles my freedom. So that is absolutely not what I meant. I meant when a guy is protective, but not obsessive. And what that means is that they'll stand up for you. At least they will in person. Like they're always going to have your back in person with a group of people. Like they're always going to be there for you. They're protective over you. You know, if some you know, if a guy's creeping you out, they're there for you, that, that type of stuff, so they're protective, um, and, you know, I'm not saying that you guys have to agree, or they have to stand up for you even when they disagree with you, but they can talk to you about that in private, it's just so important when they're able to do that in public, I had a boyfriend who literally, 
um, I was in like such a horrid argument with this girl and he literally just sat there on the couch just like watching it unfold and then he decided to spend the night at this place and I had to go Uber by myself back home. That was worse than being cheated on. So that, that was that was fun for me. Anyways, I just like when a guy, again, they're there for you and but they're not obsessive over you and they're not possessive over you. So my bad for misspeaking. Now, the biggest green flag that I think we can all agree on universally is if that person is a good communicator. There's many facets to this that I'm going to talk about because I think that this is so important and so crucial alongside a sense of humor. And I don't mean like nonstop incessant texting or phone calls and or any of that bullshit. I don't mean that. I think, I truly believe that the cornerstone of any healthy relationship is consistent communication and open communication. And that can look like, you know, you're engaged during conversations. You're giving each other regular updates about your life and what you're doing, what you're up to. You're not leaving the other to wonder or develop insecurity. Um, No, you know, no one is a mind reader. No one. And we can all fuck up without knowing sometimes. So someone who expresses and communicates with you when you've made them upset, but in a civilized and respectful way, not yelling at you because that's not a good communicator whatsoever. And I think one thing that goes along with with this is that they're able to admit when they're wrong. They're able to recognize their shortcomings and they notice those shortcomings and not only that, but they're willing to improve and they actually put in the effort to do so. They don't just tell you that they're going to do something. They, they do it actually. And they're able to, you know, they, they, they have introspection. They are able to self-reflect because that's essential. And then they're able to just over-evaluate uh, or reevaluate, sorry, and they have self-awareness about when they do things wrong. That's so important when you're in a relationship because, again, you're not always right. There's two sides to everything, and we all fuck up, so it's, that's really important. And you're able to have healthy disagreement because you know that at the end of the day, you're on the same team, so really, you should be fighting towards a common goal, and A green flag is when that person doesn't blame, not pointing any fingers, doesn't make you feel guilty, like they they don't guilt trip you, they don't gaslight you. I literally, my, one of the boyfriends I've had was such a toxic gaslighter, but I want to, before, I mean, I wasn't just unwittingly going along with it. Anytime he would start to do it, I would literally bring up my phone and I would look up gaslighting and point every time he would talk to me or bring up a point, I would point to the bullet point on that page of what level of gaslighting he was at at the moment. He, that really didn't sit well with him. Really didn't. But it, it's funny to think about now because I, I call it for what I, for how I see it. Um, but yeah, no gaslighting. They don't ignore you. And they, you know, they actually want to try and talk through it. And they want to seek resolution. They don't just want to leave it as it is. So really just someone who resolves conflict, conflict in a healthy and rational way. That's such a green flag. So important. And that's what's going to make a relationship long lasting. And what goes along with being a good communicator is someone who's a good listener. And what I mean by that is they actually really truly hear you out. None of that like uh-huh, uh-huh bullshit. They're really paying attention to you. They're making eye contact with you. 
they're asking follow-up questions, you know, they're not on their phone, they're not distracted by something else. So important because you can't really be a good communicator without being a good listener, in my opinion. Um, not only that though, and this is something because again, I'm a Gemini, I am such a mental over physical person. So if I can't have a conversation with you, then we're never going to be able to date. Therefore, a green flag for me is someone who is a who I can have really great intellectual conversations with. Like the flow is really easy. We can talk for hours. The banter is great. They're just a really good conversationalist. And that means they're engaging, they're entertaining, they're paying attention, you know, all usual good communication signs. And we can share our honest opinions with each other. And we can respect each other's opinions even if we disagree with those. Because, you know, we're not bound to agree with every single thing we're thinking. So that's something that's really important to me. And off the topic of, now we're backing off the topic of communication, but someone who just has basic kindness, that's a green flag. Like they're not rude to strangers, especially not waiters. That's always a red flag. Um, and just how they treat others and the people they care about or the people that they don't know. And overall, I feel like a green flag in this respect is someone who's just an overall well-liked individual because that speaks volumes about their character and about how others perceive them. So that's major to me. Um, I did date someone who wasn't really a well-liked person by any means. Um, and that was really hard. I was always trying to constantly defend them, even when sometimes I just couldn't. So that, that wasn't great. And then of course we have the guys who make sure you get home safely. Like they wait for you outside of your door to get inside or they, better yet, they walk you to your car or to your front door. My college boyfriend, this was like the sweetest thing ever. Any time I would leave his house and it wasn't a long walk. We live in the suburbs, really nice suburbs. So I wasn't fearful of my life or anything like that but anytime we would leave his house he would come up behind me and swoop me up and just carry me to my car like chivalry really wasn't dead in that relationship and I just thought it was so cute so sweet again kind of a unique thing to the to our relationship but you know it was nice not have to not having to walk to my car alone And then, of course, you definitely, definitely, definitely want someone who respects your boundaries, whatever those boundaries may be. Everyone kind of has different ones. Mine is obviously PDA, (laughs) definitely PDA, and personal space probably, but, you know, someone who obviously respects you and your boundaries. And, you know, now that I think about it, back to communication, because I realize this isn't on my list, but someone who isn't a afraid to be vulnerable and expressive about their feelings. There's so much stigma around guys like having to be tough and not, you know, having to branch out and about what their feelings. So I think it's such a green flag when a guy is emotionally available and they're comfortable opening up with you about things because that goes hand in hand with being a good communicator is when you're able to express those type of feelings and you're not just holding it in. So that's really important too, of course. Now, because I'm such an independent person, this is a personal green flag for me. It's when they have their a life of their own. Like, they can be completely independent of me. Like, they do not need me all the time. They're able to do things without me. They have their own interests. They have their own hobbies. They have their own friends. Because I can't 
be someone's sole reliance. I just can't. That's too much stress, too much anxiety. And I, my freedom would feel so hampered. I just could never do it. So that's, I know some people can just spend all of their time together. I'm really not that person. And I prefer to just be able to have independent lives too. And I think that's important because if you ever break up, you do have lives to go back to and your life isn't completely destroyed. Very, very important. (laughs) And I guess really if you just have mutual goals with a person, I think that's a general green flag, whether that be over your careers or marriage or if you guys want kids, if you agree over major things and have similar goals, then that will probably prevent problems down the road, which is pretty important. So I think that is a green flag. And lastly, another green flag is if they can roast slash make fun of me and not in a rude way, obviously not putting me down or embarrassing me, but in a way that's like comical and funny and something I can laugh at because any good relationship has a great roast to compliment ratio. And I, I'm more of a roaster than a complimenter. So if someone can dish it back to me, that is all fine and good with me. And I, in fact, think it's attractive and hilarious. Ultimately, oh wait, I guess now that I think about it, the greenest flag of all is if they bring you food or coffee. Yeah, I take it back. That That's definitely it. Ugh, I love coffee and food. Yeah, if they can do that, they're probably the one for me. Is that what I've lowered my expectations to now? Jeez, Isabel. Okay, I probably have. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know that there's way more green flags to be paying attention to, but I try to keep these episodes under a good 40 minutes, which I am trying to do at this moment, but sort of failing. Anyways, though, please let me know your green flags because I, again, it kind of took me a long time to think of them and I was like, why? So, and they shouldn't be overlooked. There's something we should place more focus on way more so than red flags, but red flags are important too. So don't forget those. Anyways, Green flags, green flags, green flags. I hope I find them in Seattle this weekend. He 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 he. If you know, you know. Anyways, I am going to talk to you guys next Thursday, and I believe I will have a special guest. So stay tuned. So excited, and I love you guys. I love my airheads. Anyways, you know the drill. It's ginger spice and everything nice. Oh my god, that was so weird. Okay, bye.